This is the TJ Show. It is December 1st. No. No. Should I do it? The, it's not December. Is it really December already? The last month of the year? Whoa. Hey, Jabo, you just sneezed. Uh, can yeah. I take a hit off of that before it evaporates? No, that's disgusting. <laughs> something you don't hear anymore. You know, they this used to say something I want to hit of. And then this whole pandemic happened. No one says it. I'm going to bring it back. No one used to say that. Is that true? No one did? No. Oh. Who takes hits off of sneezes? <laughs> no, okay. Well, uh, bless you. Thank you. Gracias. Jabo, how is your day going so far? I know it's just started. <laughs> My day's going pretty good, Matt. I'm a little heartbroken because of what went down last night on the Golden Bachelor, but Ugh. what can you say? I'm a softie. I'm a skittle, man. I'm tough on the outside, soft on the inside. Yeah, if you're watching, you know what Jabo's talking about. I, on the other hand, have no clue what she's talking about, but we should get into it today because a lot of people were very invested in the Golden yes. Bachelor last night. Whoa, excuse me. I think I just... Can uh, I get a hit off of that? No. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. I'm embarrassed. It's okay. Can we just end the show today now? I, sh- I should probably go home after No. Hiccups happen. Yeah. Well, I don't even... See, that's very kind. See, you're even softening the blow. I I think it was beyond a hiccup. I could be wrong. No, that's a reflex. Listen, brush yourself off. No, I don't Try know. Again. I, I don't think it was that either. My wife's listening. I don't want to... Yeah? <laughs> Do you want me to burp and make you feel better? No, I'm okay. Okay. Thank you. Let's just move along. <laughs> Hi, Yecha in Oregon. Hi. Yecha, what an awesome name that is. Thank you. Can you tell me, what is the greatest thing happening in your life right now? Uh, the greatest thing happening in my life right now is getting to watch my kids uh, play their sports and build new friendships and learn integrity and, and everything just through sports and and growing. <laughs> wow. I am so, well, I would say first surprised, but also impressed by your answer. Um, let's start with surprise. It's a beautiful perspective, yeah. Yeah, you enjoy going to the kids' sporting events. <laughs> oh, of course. Really? <laughs> How? Yeah, we do. It, I mean, are they sounds... good at it? <laughs> um, sometimes, well, watching them grow throughout the years in their sport, too. That's, I think, the, the funnest part, is watching them get better and better every year. That is true. Like, when my kids learn new words... I get very excited, but the idea of like sitting through a soccer game with little kids—what sport is it? Basketball um, and yeah. then bowling. Yeah, you baseball. Are, yeah, TJ's not a fan of sports. That's well, why he feels no, that it's way. Just, I'm admiring your stamina. I mean, it's incredible, Yechip. Very well done. Yes, producer Kenny. Do you hide a cocktail in the coffee cup when you go to the basketball game? No, mommy's coffee. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might do coffee, though. It's pretty dang cold in those gyms. I know. <laughs> gyms, they don't want to use the heat because it's too expensive to heat the place, and they got teachers spending money on their school supplies. What is happening in these schools? Oh, no. Anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> now, the next part, the uh, impressed part. Why do you care so much about integrity? This is the most important thing, honestly. I mean, telling the truth and knowing how to be honest and be honest about I mean, anything, mm-hmm. if, if, even if you mess up, if you can't take accountability and, and learn from your mistakes, and then, like I said, you don't learn anything. Yeah, Yecha, have you ever been around someone who's like totally messed up, they're super wrong, and they're doing everything they can to just cling on mm-hmm. to life and trying to convince everyone that it's everyone else's fault? And you can see it. Oh, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> don't you just hurt for them? Yeah, it's actually pretty... I, my son was dealing with some bullying and I had to sit down and have a heart to heart with him along with my husband and tell him, you know, uh, you can't control how other people treat you, but you can only control how you react to the situation. Yecha, if you could give someone one resource, I'm asking for myself too, 
to get onto that path where we care about telling the truth and being honest with one another, because sometimes in corporate spaces, especially, it can just be the normal way or the quote, normal way to do things. Mm-hmm. It's survival of the fittest. We've got to protect ourselves. What would be the one resource you'd point someone to, to sort of change that way of thinking? Uh, I just remind myself that I've always gotten further in life with honesty than I have with lying. Man, that is good. That is awesome. That is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's funny. You don't think because of the way things are around us that you can do it any other way. But I've found when you do it the true way, the right way, it's amazing. It's almost like you've got a jet fuel that propels you to get much further along than you would have had you been doing it the way everyone else is doing it. And then sometimes when you're lying in that moment, you think, okay, I'm good for right now, but in the long term, Mm. mm, doesn't pay off. Yeah, when you forget about that lie, Yecha. Yeah. Or, yeah, when you can't, you can't, yeah, can't retell the story. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah, there's some book we read our kids where it's like the spider web of lies. Mm-hmm. You start, oh. <laughs> it starts in the middle, and then it gets harder and harder to yep. keep. Anyway, Yecha, do me a favor. Tell your friends, if you have friends, which it sounds like you have many of them, that our show is here in town. And uh, if they're not in town, tell them about our podcast at thetjshow.com. All right. Awesome. Thank you. If you were listening at this time yesterday, you heard us talking about one of the strangest endings to a bar fight, maybe ever. Very disturbing. Thankfully, everyone's okay. If you missed it, you can hear it on our podcast at thetjshow.com. Well, during that discussion, our producer, Kenny, who really likes to drink, we've (laughs) we've already seen some evidence of this. He's a fish. (laughs) And uh, he shared a story about how when he was a grown adult, he got into a full-on fight with his younger brother, and his younger brother just beat him up, right? You described it in what way? He tossed me around like a rag doll. And you were basically asking for it. Right. But apparently, you left out the most important part of the story, and your brother John heard this and wanted to make sure that we were filled in on the full story. Oh, let's go, brother John. Because there's uh, quite an interesting ending after you got thrown around the room, broken yeah. lamps. I forgot that part, yeah. Because you were so lit. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it was 2013, and you were getting a little fed up with the fact that I kept bringing people over and yeah I had people over often and you were probably jealous because you have a younger cooler bigger brother is your younger brother cooler than you yeah I even felt that way in high school because he's two years younger than me when he came in as a freshman I I promise you he was getting me into parties not the other (laughs) way around wow (laughs) and uh you tried to be a big man or as Billy Joel would say a big shot didn't you (laughs) you were you were asking me to pretty much beat the out of you for some reason that was your you saw that i was getting heated and your self-defense mechanism was do it beat me up i want you to punch me in the face go ahead why would you ever ask to get beaten up i don't know i, I guess i didn't think he would do it kenny had beer muscles that he was right. making a lot yeah i'm already humiliated that you're way cooler and you're younger than me <laughs> but now i want to be next level humiliated right. throw me around the room it was weird but it was almost working because I really wanted to hit you in the head. Things cooled down later, and uh, like a bunch of drunken, lovingly brothers, we ended up crying, uh, consoling each other. (laughs) 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 How do you leave out that ending when you shared that story? I totally forgot that. We were both like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, man. I love you. You're my best friend. (laughs) 
I'll tell you, alcohol really messes things up, but also I guess oh, it brought you closer God. together, right? Yeah, it did. It do you did. say I love you to your brother? I do. I love him with all my heart. And I love my nephew, Finn. Oh, most see, of all. isn't that so sweet? That is super sweet, yes. It's so nice to hear that. And then also, John included this audio, which is impressive. My dog snores. She's got quite a snore on her, hmm. but it's nothing like this dog. Apparently, your brother's dog snores so much. What is his name? Her name is Smooch. She's an English bulldog, so I think that might have something oh, to do with it. Oh, short snow. So she's got a snorry face. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard an in- English bulldog snore? <laughs> no, that sounds demonic. <laughs> <laughs> This is a monster. <laughs> it's a cartoon. I know. It does not sound cute. It sounds very demonic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still funny. How long has he had that dog? Uh, Smooch is, I think, seven years old now. Yeah, that'll never not be funny. Listen, that's the way a grown person snores after that long day at work. Yeah. What Smooch has got to complain about? Seriously. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Enjoy your beauty sleep. This is the TJ Show. Tis the season for joy and fun, family and over-consuming. So fun and just... And overeating. Look at everything we want and just have it. And there's an interesting trend that's been happening more and more every year. And I'm saying this realizing... I suppose this is a good problem to have, right? There are people dealing with much bigger issues on our planet. Right. But there is this pressure now where I'm getting multiple texts from people in my life saying, hey, what do you want for Christmas? And I default to, well, I I thought they knew me. I'm sorry if I've added that pressure into your life, TJ. But I... Don't you know me, Jabo? I mean, yes, but I want to make sure that I am spot on with the gift that I give you. But... Is it a little bit like we're just shopping for each other at that point? I, I like that. Yeah, but that's silliness. Like, let's just shop for ourselves. If, we're, if I'm going to tell you what I want and you tell me what you want, why don't we just order what we want? Like, what, Why are we doing the whole dance of exchanging a gift? Maybe I just don't want to spend that amount of money on what I want. So you need somebody someone else, else to do it. will do it, yeah. Okay, so are we all doing this dance? I mean, there are some people who are still true to the season, like our camera guy, Josh, who I found out, you're equally upset about this. I agree with you, yes. How this have, is awful. How have you handled it? Well, I, I try to put up a fight. Oh, just get me whatever. I don't need anything. And stuff like that. I don't give an easy answer because I want them to surprise me and think of me a little bit. Do- I also don't want to know your Christmas list. When people start telling me, I just close my ears and walk <laughs> away because I want to surprise you. Yeah, I know. There's something that's getting lost. This, this element of surprises becoming so rare. And have you found that when you don't want to tell someone what you want, they get upset with you? Oh, it's a big deal. Like you're being difficult. Yeah, it's a big problem. Like I'm the problem here. Yeah. Have you found that when you don't tell somebody what you want, you end up with no gift? Uh, no, but I will risk. say the risk of it is I usually end up with a gift that I don't like. I, I will say seven out of ten times I get a gift that I don't like, yeah, but that's tough. okay with me. That's See, fine. This is not what the season's about. And here we are all caught up, and if we don't give them a list, then they're not getting us something that we like. Like one year I had a, I did something that was wrong, okay? I was that guy who said, hey, just get me whatever you want, mm-hmm. and I just, I'm just i sure I'll love it. Well, somebody gave me a gift 
And and I didn't love it. I didn't really have a use for it in my life. Your 70% rule right. is true. Okay. And so I just went on my radio show and said, whoever wants this present can have it. Oh. And that person heard it. Oh, 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 and I really, oh, oh, I really hurt their feelings. And it didn't dawn on me that that, that would hurt their feelings because <laughs> it was a gift they gave me to do whatever I wanted with it. And if I just wanted to pay it forward. No, it's a gift they gave you. I know. It's, it was, you added the part to do whatever you want with it. It's supposed to be a season of love and joy and it's turned into this it has i don't know is there even a solution for this what do we do like we want to be surprised right or maybe do we not want to be surprised by anything it wasn't meant to be a burden i know that much i don't know if i can answer your question i know that i rather just give somebody a list so this way i'm not disappointed but i also know that the season was never meant to be a burden on anyone no it's supposed to feel lighter right yes Look, it's camera guy Josh's wife, Ann. What? <laughs> hey, Ann. Hi. Hey, so up, I, uh, I guess there's someone in your life who refuses to give you a list and just says, surprise me. And how does that make you feel? Uh, it adds a little level of stress, honestly, to my holiday shopping um, because I just, it's hard to buy for him and okay. he won't give me any type of list. So as a list requester, I want to ask you, why do you need a list? Like you obviously know Josh so well. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you upset that you can't surprise him with anything? I like to think of it like a happy medium. I feel I always get him gifts that he won't know he's getting, but I like to get him things he needs or things he actually really wants and things I might not be aware of if he doesn't make a list. Well, have you thought about just going shopping at Costco together and like picking out the things you guys need in the house? I mean, are you wrapping up paper towels? Like, what, what, what where is the line? Because I, I know what you're saying. Like, I'll ask my mom for coffee, right? Because my mom insists on me sending her a list, which is very nice. But at this point, she's just, you know, taking a week off the grocery store for me. Right. No, I, I totally get what you're saying. You know, it's funny, too, because when I finally get Josh to send a list, do you want to know what the list consists of? Yes. Oh, yes. It's, all it is is books. I'm like, well, that's boring. So it, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. even help me. My list when is I never get... good enough. That's <laughs> yeah. the thing. You ridicule so, yeah. my list. See, when we do give a list, we get mocked right. for it. Exactly. <laughs> there's, there's really no winning. Well, how do we win at this time of year? Like, what is the perfect balance, Anne? Obviously, you're a very big fan of the holidays. You love celebrating. You've got, what, eight Christmas trees in your house? Six. I think. Six. Okay. Well, you'll get there at eight. <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah. What have you found is the best balance? Um, I mean, I just try to get him to tell me a few items, and then I try to find a few items to surprise him with. I mean, you never know how those surprises will go. Sometimes they really follow through, and they're really happy, or they're like, oh, I don't know, I might return this. So that's kind of the nice thing about having a list. It gives you a few options that you know they'll definitely want. (laughs) Do you get nervous when your husband Josh is opening the gifts on Christmas morning? Do you start sweating? A little bit, because I don't know if you know this, Josh is a really good gift giver, and not only is he a great gift giver, he's a great gift wrapper. Yes, mm-hmm. So not only do going. my gifts not look as good, I want to make sure, you know, the, at least the inside part is really good. Aww. And what is the most romantic or awesome or touching gift that Josh has ever given you? Do you know what it is? Oh, man. He's such a good gift giver. Uh... Guy's a dream. I wrote her a book. You oh, you know what book? that is? Oh. <laughs> what was the book about? Um, so it was like a, it a cartoon version of our lives so far, and it like told our story. Get out! I love it. <laughs> <laughs> See, 
let's add some more surprise to the season. It can't just be we're shopping for one another. It's going to start to get dull. I disagree. Can I get a list from you, TJ, please? Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> I need a list. We've got Jay in Mississippi on the phone. Hey, Jay. Yes. So you heard us talking about the uh, whole dynamic during this time of year where people are asking for lists so they can shop for their friends and family. Where do you land on that? Is that appropriate? Because it seems like it's becoming more and more normal. Well, you know, sometimes it's just hard to get the right gift. With people that you love, I think the last thing you want to do is disappoint them. Yeah. You know, a surprise is great, but I would hate to disappoint you by getting you something that you don't like or something that you're going to have to go through the trouble of returning or giving to someone else. But you know, also something else I found out, when you do get that gift that you're not real happy with, re-gift it. Oh, Don't yeah. let that person know. <laughs> yeah, carry gifts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. I know it's free shopping for next year. I've been there, Jay. No, I hear you. It's not all bad when the whole list exchange. Hey, Jay, how did you discover our show? Oh, I'm a truck driver. I really like y'all show. I love the music y'all play. We've been needing a local station like this for a while. And I'm I'm glad we finally got one. Hey, listen, we're proud to be on in a lot of local places. I like Kenny uh, with his, uh, well, y'all go to him and ask him about going out on the streets, uh, doing things like that. You know, you never know what you're going to hear on there. Thanks, oh, Jay. That, that's awesome, Jay. Well, thank you for listening to us. You know, one of the greatest endorsements, in my opinion, that a radio show could ever get is when a truck driver says, we are choosing to listen to you. Because just like contractors who are with the radio all day, truck drivers are in that same boat. My dad used to be a truck driver a long time ago, so you have no idea how weighty your words are. Thank you for saying that, and thank you for turning on our show and choosing our show. Thank you, and keep up the good work. Thanks, you Jay. too, Jay. What, what are you delivering, by the way, in your truck? What's, what's in the back there? Ah, fuel. Fuel. I deliver fuel to the service station to keep the wheels turning. Oh, Very important gig. Very important. You ever get nervous driving around a huge truck of fuel? <laughs> I've always wondered that. Well, guess what? Especially when there's lightning storms in the area. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, be All careful right, out there, you. Jay. Yeah, be safe, Jay. You have a good day. All right, we love you. All right, bye-bye. Right, take care. Did I just say, I, I said I love you uh-huh. to him at the end, right? And he didn't say I love you back. He said all right. Yeah, what does that mean? You know what? It's funny. My nephew, I spent some time with him last week during the Thanksgiving holiday, and I told him I love you, and he smiled and said thank you. Mm. And I was slightly bothered, Mm -hmm. and I realized, Mm -hmm. you know what? Mm. He's teaching me something, though. He's allowing the love to just be absorbed into his spirit instead of feeling obligated to return it back. So he's just saying thank you. I don't know. I feel a little bit low now. Now that I just had that wonderful connection with Jay, and I felt so wonderful about it, I said, love you. Okay, well, how about we do this? I love you, TJ. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, I know. Wait, I no. You don't have wait, to say it back. You I don't just, have to feel obligated to say it back. Wait, That's I just the thing. I just defaulted to what I'm complaining no, about. What is you don't wrong have with to feel me? Obligated. Let it settle in. It's fine. That was genuine. You just said it, and my response was thank you. And that's okay. Yeah, my uh, you know my one of my dear friends. He'll end phone calls and he'll say, "I love you, bro." And I'll go, yeah, cool, man. I'll see you soon. And I've realized I don't say it as much as I should. And he's warmed me up a couple times. I've tried it out on him. Uh-huh. I go, love you, man. Or yeah. love you. Uh-huh. It does actually feel good, and it gets it easier and easier to say it. I used to do that to my coworkers where I used to work. I used to, before I walked out for the day, I'm like, "I love you." And at, the, at first, they're all like, "All right, have a good day. See you tomorrow." <laughs> and I just kept doing it. And then by the end, by the time I left there, they're like, "I love you, Jaybo." I'm like, "That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you do. Try it. See what happens. Yeah, it gets awkward, doesn't it? It does. You ever feel completely out of the loop? Yeah. Well, that's me. 
<laughs> Everyone around here, apparently we've got super fans of this show, Golden Bachelor. And I've been listening in on all the reviews every time an episode airs. It's every Thursday night. Last night was the finale. And you guys, it sounds like you're on an emotional roller coaster. One oh. week you're so mad at the show, the next week you're so excited. And now you're all talking about how you were crying last night. All three of you watched. I'm the only one who hasn't seen it. What am I missing out on here? Oh, Why are you. Sh- you shed tears for this yes, show? Yes, I did. Are you kidding me? I'm not, I'm not, uh, listen, I don't watch The Bachelor. I don't. But then Ken told me, he's a huge Bachelor fan. He told me about go, The Golden Bachelor. So I was like, yeah, I like old people in love. I'll check it out. It's a bunch of senior I'm citizens. I'm never doing that again. I can't. My heart could not take it. <laughs> well, what happened? Did someone, somebody didn't pass on the show, did they? No, no one passed on the show. Oh, okay, well, why are you crying? Because it's full of heartbreak. TJ, I'm not going to say too much. I don't want to talk too much because I don't want to spoil anything. But you or you know somebody... That's never been chosen. That mm. has wasn't the one. Are you talking Maybe about me? you have felt that way. Okay, you felt that way, TJ, right? Oh yeah, yeah, for a lot of years. Yeah, yeah. I've been in relationships where I felt that way, and that was just like a reminder. I feel like it's so relatable that show because eventually somebody doesn't get chosen, and that's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I went from cringing to crying during the episode last night as well, but for different reasons. At least my tears were tears of joy and tears of happiness. I won't say exactly what happened but there was an engagement Mm -hmm. at the end of the episode and i was crying because i was happy for gary does it feel good to cry in a setting like that or are you ashamed i'm like i'm always pleasantly surprised that i'm like oh my gosh i'm welling up over the bachelor again i can't believe it (laughs) do you let a tear fall down your face or do you stop it uh i I felt the wetness let it flow but did you let the wetness flow out it it wasn't enough wetness to for gravity (laughs) to pick up steam but do you know how to stop that no yeah I do it. If I feel welling up, I'll look away. Like yesterday, I almost did that with my wife. And then I was like, hey, I'm not going to let her see me cry. That's why you're so anxious. You should let it out. <laughs> Maybe it'll release some of the anxiety. I didn't say I'm doing great, but I, <laughs> I know how to stop a cry, Jabo. Yeah. And Jabo, I don't care what you say. You are a member of Bachelor Nation. If I'm no! president, you will be my secretary of state. No! <laughs> Can you hit the streets to find other people who care about it? Turns out there aren't that many. Any chance you watch The Golden Bachelor? I know that it's on. Um, my girlfriend watches it, but I do not watch it now. Yeah, the next episode is the, the grand finale. You know what? I'll, I'll tune in for that, even though I'm not sure if I'll know what's going on, but I'll, I'll watch it. Watch it with your girlfriend. No, it's a good question. Could you just jump on for the last one, or is it not going to feel the same? Huh, good question, Jabo. How do you feel about that? I don't think it feels the same, because you're not invested in the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you know the beginning part of a Quentin Tarantino movie. It's very, very slow, but if it wasn't mm-hmm. for that... You wouldn't get to amazing parts at the end. Exactly. Yeah, those cringeworthy moments that I was referencing, if you didn't see what happened beforehand, it probably wouldn't have mm-hmm. the same effect. Okay, She'll I will. Fill you in. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't want to see your grandparents making out? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> what about just regular older folk? Um, wouldn't bother you as much, or would that bother you too? Oh, uh, again, the show doesn't seem like something I care for. I'd mm, very uptight. I'd rather watch something else. It's <laughs> a good political answer. Yeah. All right. I know you're late for class. I'm going to let you go, buddy. But I really appreciate your <laughs> yeah. time. Thank, Thank you so much. Yeah. Look at that. So not as many people watching as you would think, but camera guy Josh watched. How, uh, give me the range of emotion that you felt. Because you're not, you're not much of a crier, are you? No, I didn't cry. Oh, you didn't cry? No. Yeah, good for you. No, bro. I don't You didn't cry. even like tear up? No. <laughs> camera guy Josh is lying. Well, what's emotional for you? You said you got emotional. I did get emotional. There was anger. There was joy. There was happiness. I, I had a range of emotions. I just didn't cry. Did your wife cry? Yes. Nice. Cried. Do you like yeah. that? That she cried? Yeah. <laughs> if it's good tears, I like it. Okay, if it's cool. bad tears, I don't. <laughs> cool, cool. Do you just like when your in. wife cries? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who likes that? This is the TJ Show. j you know our producer, Kenny, is loved by many. He is. 
and he's got a new fan, which I just found out yesterday. Ooh, I want to know who it is. Nice. I got a surprise message from my wife and my three-year-old. Noah? Noah? Yeah. Aww. Apparently my wife had our show on and Noah was in the background listening in. Okay. And really took a liking to Kenny. Aww. Nice. Hi Noah. Hi. Okay, I just wanted to ask you a question. Who are we just listening to? Um, your podcast. That is. But who was talking on it? Kenny? Yeah, Kenny. What do you think about Kenny? By the way, that is the clearest word she's ever said. Yeah, Kenny, very she clear. She really articulated that well, and it must be because you're a fine broadcaster. You're rubbing off on her. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I've heard that the K sound is one of the hardest sounds for kids to make. Well, there you go, Kenny. What do you think about Kenny? Um, really nice. Really nice? Mm-hmm. Um, not mean. So you're nice and Aww. not mean. Aww. Not mean. Uh-huh. He loves to watch TV. <laughs> do you think that's too much screen time? Should he do No Screen Saturday? He could do No Screen Saturday, Have you considered No Screen Saturday? We deal with uh, our screen time addictions at our house by saying you cannot watch screens on Saturday. To be perfectly frank, TJ, the thought never crossed my mind. Okay. You, could, you maybe can consider it. Uh, oh, considered. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to do that. He could do no screen Saturday. And do you think that would be good for Kenny? Yeah. That's a yes, by the way. Okay. Do you like no screen Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, and she likes it. It's not that she's complaining about it. She hmm. embraces it. Okay. Kenny, you could just try, but uh, you never walked. Now I'll translate. Um, <laughs> oh, let me try. Can I try? Can I try? Yeah, go ahead. Kenny, you can just try, but Dada, you never watch screens. Yeah, that's right. That's yes! right. She notices I never sit in front of a television. Dada never watches screens, right? Yeah. But you know, Mama. Not much, right? Yeah, not much. All of a sudden, <laughs> uh, this kid's very uh, observant. Yeah. Notices that Mama's on her screen. Um, Dad, I had you ever got pinned by a pincher bug? Now, this is a random question that came out of nowhere. She asked, do you know what she said there? No, you could do that one. She asked uh, me, her dad, if I've ever been bitten by a pincher bug. Hmm. Do you hmm. know what a pincher bug is? I do not. They're gross. They, uh, especially when things get moist or a little wet, mostly over the summer, Ooh, you word. see these bugs. Yeah, and they've got these little pinchers on their head. Okay. So they, they can bite you, but it doesn't really hurt that much. Um, it's not pleasant. Because they love moisture, this is the grossest thing you're going to hear all day. Because they love moisture, the most offensive thing a pincher bug ever did to me was it crawled inside of my wife's water bottle, the little straw area, and she took a sip of it and it went in her mouth. (laughs) Okay. And she had a, you know, and I didn't, Mm -mm. we didn't kiss for like a month after that. So I believe with that that one. That was very (laughs) offensive. No. Uh, they're, They're sneaky. They're sneaky, but she's okay. She lived through it. Okay. Say, love you, Dada. I love it, Dada. Say, Kenny, try No Screen Saturday. Kenny, try No Screen Saturday. <laughs> Bye, Kenny. Bye, so, Kenny. Kenny, you know, I, I hate to ask this, but, uh, you, you know, my daughter's a big fan of yours. Um, would you just send her a short message? Hi, Noah. Uh, thank you so much for your kind words. It's really nice that you're a fan of mine, and I want to let you know that I'm a big fan of yours, too. That was great. That was great. Good job, Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kenny. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. You know, Kenny's a hero to little kids who just get glued to a screen because mm-hmm. yeah. he's he's like the ultimate little kid. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You're you're an inspiration, Kenny. You can grow up to be just like me. Yeah, little kids look up to Kenny for sure. <laughs> See, kids, you really can keep watching screens. Look at him. He's right there. 
This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. What's happening on this fine planet today, Kenny? TJ, back in 2003, Red Lobster introduced an endless crab promotion. Mmm, me likey. All-you-can-eat Alaskan king crab for $22.99. I think I remember when yeah. that happened, because in my family, big fans of crabs uh-huh. they uh, go we're gonna take the whole family out and I remember there was such an exorbitant amount of crabs on the table I think it's the <laughs> only time I ever went to Red Lobster that's still happening no, no, no. So I'm just reminding you that that actually turned out to be a really bad idea. Customers <laughs> oh, ate too much crab. I felt that when I was there, by the way. <laughs> the company ended up losing millions of dollars. There's no way you're making money with, with a deal like that. Yeah, yeah. They, they said they expected people to get seconds, but they didn't expect as many people to go for thirds. And we're talking millions <laughs> so of dollars. So what, why are you reminding, of, reminding of because us of this? Red Lobster didn't learn their lesson. They've introduced back in June a Red Lobster's Ultimate Endless Shrimp Promotion. (laughs) Sign me up! This is also too popular as they were reporting on their quarter three earnings. They lost $11 million. (laughs) Well, a couple thoughts on this. First of all, never underestimate how much shrimp we can eat. Hello? They're so tiny. There's never enough to go around. Mm -hmm. I always want more. But then also, you could say, is this a genius marketing campaign? Because, you know, Companies like this spend millions of dollars to advertise. And rather than spending the money on advertising, well, people are getting a bunch of shrimp. Who doesn't love that? Right. And everyone's hearing about Red Lobster now. So what they've done, that shrimp promotion was a $20 all-you-can-eat shrimp. Now they've raised the price since this earnings loss to $25. So you can still get your ultimate endless shrimp, mm. but you're paying an extra 5 Still bucks. affordable, though. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think they're geniuses. They've been around for a long time. You don't you don't get there by making a lot of mistakes. Well, yeah. you get there by holding on to those cheddar biscuits. Those biscuits are amazing. Mm. I'm in the mood for... Re- see, hey, this works. Look at you. You see? <laughs> Kenny, what else do you have? The Daily Mirror talked to an expert, and now we have the answer to the question. How long is too long to leave damp clothes in the washing machine? That is a great Mm. question. What is the answer? Well, we have Mary Further to thank. She's a cleaning expert who goes by Madam Sweet on TikTok, and she's saying that damp clothes can be left in the washing machine up to 12 hours before risking Mm. mold. That's longer than I thought. She's saying 12 hours is the magic number, but if you do leave your clothes in there longer, they definitely need to be rewashed, and she suggests adding a half a cup of baking soda in with your detergent to address the mold. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, Kenny, what else do you have? Earlier this week, we reported on the new Apple feature name drop and the warnings that came from law enforcement because of it. We got on that earlier in the week authorities warning against this feature where you put your phones together and it just automatically exchanges contact info. Yeah, and you and Josh did an experiment earlier this week. And it did just that. Didn't ask for any prompt, just Mm -hmm. literally exchanged our information. And of course, Apple said that it is indeed supposed to ask for your permission if you do this. So you bring your phones together and you either accept or reject the name drop. The New York Times is reporting that tech experts are saying that these fears are overblown. And yesterday, Josh and I did the same experiment. And indeed, it did ask our permission before we transferred contact information. Something's different from Mm -hmm. earlier in the week to now. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. I think somebody heard our show and was like, "Mm, we got to fix this. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, Timmy Cook listening in Uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or maybe he's in Oregon. You never know where he is. Maybe he's in Key West. Yeah, you just never. Alaska. Hunting. Kenny, what else do you have? 
Well, the college football season is coming down to crunch time, and before you know it, the college bowl games will be here. And there's a new bowl game this season. It's called the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Mm. The game will feature college football's first edible mascot, according to The Athletic. And the winning team will have the opportunity to take a bite out of it. Ooh. Is there a person inside of it? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> according to the Bulls press release... The mascot will be a live mascot running around the stadium and interacting with fans while doing the standard mascot things before it meets its fate at the end of the game. Oh, it's a chocolate Pop-Tart. I liked those. I didn't like other Pop-Tarts, but I like that one. Ooh, can you imagine if they had like a chicken tender bowl and then whoever wins gets to eat chicken tenders? Oh, <laughs> Jay, Jay, come on. What is this world coming to? I don't know, but I like this part of the world. People are now eating mascots. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really spiraling out of control. <laughs> and Jabo, we don't know what flavor the Pop-Tart's going to be just yet. Mm, man. Kenny, what else do you have? The Associated Press is reporting that the nation's first wireless charging public roadway for electric vehicles has been installed beneath a street west of downtown Detroit. Wait, so my imagination goes to you drive on the road and your car gets charged? Correct the mundo. Is that right? That's right. That's kind of cool. Whoa. That could change the world, Mm -hmm. huh? Well, you may remember earlier this year we reported on the first ever charging roadway in the world that was installed back in August, September of this year in Sweden. So how it works, there's a copper inductive charging coil underneath Mm. the roadway that allows vehicles equipped with receivers to charge their batteries while driving, idling, or parking above the coils. Man, imagine a day where gas stations are a thing of the past. Could be the one time that I wouldn't mind sitting in traffic if I had EV vehicle. I'll just sit in traffic, charge up my vehicle, and have no problems. Yeah, I'm assuming there's got to be some friction involved, right? What do you mean friction? Like, how else would it get charged? It's driving on the roadway? Well, I think it's the same way that you wirelessly charge your phone. You know, you place it over that magnetic coil and it's able to charge through the back. It's the same thing. So it's going to go through the concrete or asphalt, whatever it, it may be. Wait, uh, we, we got waves coming up? Yeah, it's going to be like uh, ma- magnetic waves. I, I think already knew where TJ's mind was going. I don't know if I like that. You you uh, get to where you're going and you turn into a soup. <laughs> well, don't get an EV then. Uh, well, what about a superhero? What if you turn into a superhero, well, TJ? It listen, could be a good thing. Any of it's possible. Batman. Kenny, what else do you have? Do you guys remember the most interesting excuse you've used to get out of work or a reason why you didn't show up to work? Mm. Oh, yeah. One time I was... um. I was running late. I text my boss. I got held up. I text him. I got held up and I sent him a, a cry emoji. The one with like all the tears falling down mm-hmm. your face. I didn't think anything of it. Get into work. And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, no, I got, I, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, well, you text me. You say you got held up. I'm like, oh yeah, I was at Starbucks. I got held up in the Starbucks line. He's like, bro, I really thought you got held up. Like, oh. I thought something happened to you. I was like, oh no, I was just, I like, was in traffic. With a gun. Getting coffee. <laughs> yeah. Put your hands up. Oh right. yeah. Well, I guess that could be That's very what he confusing. thought. Yeah. Glad you survived that. Oh, wait, no, I'm thankful. It, it, was, it was Starbucks. It was right? Starbucks. Oh, okay. I got held up in the line there. Glad you survived that. Everyone's as well. fine. Why do you ask, Kenny? Well, Amber Harris is from Tasmania, and her boss was rolling on the floor laughing when she told him why she couldn't make it into work. Apparently, in her neighborhood, there's a well known elephant seal. It weighs about 1,300 pounds. It goes by the name Neil the Seal. Well, what a great name for a seal. Mm-hmm. Right. Neil Kudos the Seal. To Neil's mama. <laughs> he was a little. <laughs> That's a good name right there. <laughs> He was a little tired, and he decided to take a nap right in front of Amber's car in her driveway so she couldn't move her car. Get out. Amber said everyone at the office was understanding and enjoyed a bit of a laugh at her situation. And, and she said, I think this is going to go down as the best excuse in history not to go to work. That's complicated. <laughs> what do you do? You That's can't funny. just like nudge him over. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, he wasn't moving. Kenny, what else do you have? 
Well, Seinfeld fans will know this reference when I bring up Festivus, a completely made-up holiday on December 23rd that the character George's family celebrated instead of Christmas, Hanukkah, or any other winter holiday. It's a Festivus for the rest of us. That's the quote from the show. And what do they do on that day? Well, one of the traditions is the airing of grievances. So the family members would go around the table and complain about each other. Mm. Uh, So the Tampa Bay Times announced that it is printing its eighth annual airing of grievances this December 23rd. And anyone can submit a complaint about anything to the paper and they're going to print the best one. Oh, that's fun. That's a year-round holiday already on the internet. (laughs) You could celebrate any time. It doesn't have to be this time of year. Definitely on X. Kenny, what else do you have? Kraft's Mac and Cheese is introducing for the first time ever a cheeseless mac and cheese. The devil is a lie. Say what? <laughs> cheeseless mac and cheese. It's uh, not called mac and cheese. It's called Mac. Jabo, I know this doesn't make sense to most people, but I've got a kid who insists on when we make mac and cheese that she gets served naked noodles, which is mac and cheese without the cheese. It's just noodles. Yeah. And... We're buying the box of the mac and cheese. And so it's not the price of noodles. <laughs> I, this is because kids want mac and cheese, but they don't want the cheese. It's very confusing. Well, this isn't naked noodles, TJ, but I think Kraft is going to steal that idea from you. It's a plant-based, cheeseless cheese. Oh. Ca- it's called Kraft Not Mac and Cheese. I got it. It's going to roll out in grocery stores in two flavors, original and white cheddar shells, at three forty nine a box. The white cheddar Mm. shells. Oh, those are so good. You ever sneak from a kid some of their white cheddar shells? I don't sneak it. I just take it. You do? Yeah. Yeah. I I love... It's just even a spoonful, like whatever's left in the pot. And it's got this like congealed... I didn't even know that was real cheese, but you're saying that is? <laughs> Whatever it is, the, the powder, it tastes great. Or the white cheddar popcorn. Yes. Oh. I think it's the same powder. I can just like lick the bag once I eat all the popcorn. Mm. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. Oof, I'm starving. Kenny, thanks for keeping us somewhat informed. That's what's happening. 